Hello, welcome to Life Coaching on the Move. I'm Dawn Fisk, your host. Um, I am really, really grateful that you've chosen to listen to this. Thank you so much. Um, Welcome. Today I'm talking about how you can help improve your health and well-being and or the health and well-being of anybody else around you really um, in one of the easiest ways, uh, free ways um, and most important ways I think. It's so instrumental and life-changing and that is friendships or overcoming loneliness. The topic of today's podcast is overcoming loneliness, banishing it, solving it, curing it and not allowing it to be a reality. Actually proactively reaching out to more people, widening your social networks, um, extending your friendships, expanding your friendships. And if you haven't got people to turn to, then making it a conscious decision to get yourself out there and address that issue, address that gap in your life. Because I do passionately believe that what makes our lives fulfilled and brings wealth and richness to our lives is not financial. It's the quality and the depth of our friendships, our relationships, uh, our contacts. And if you are lonely, which one in three people currently are, and it has health, detrimental health effects hugely, then it it is something that can be addressed. It is something that can very easily be addressed once you decide to turn it round, to do something about it, to reach out, to open your door, to open your mind and your your, uh, life up to potential opportunities of friendships and deepen the quality of your relationships and friendships. So this podcast is all about how. And if you're not lonely, then that is fantastic. That is really, really good news. But we can reach out to others to help them and their lives and bring more joy to their lives and help them and others, therefore, to address their loneliness. So if this isn't relevant for you, It may well be relevant for one of your work colleagues or one of your neighbours or one of the mums or dads at the school playground or whoever. It may well be that you have got people around you, uh, distant cousins, relatives, etc, etc, who desperately need some more contacts and some more care and some more connection and depth of friendships and you could be the answer so if this doesn't directly affect you it will indirectly affect you and a promise the more we give to others and the more we give to friendships and connections the more we get back anyway so it is a double whammy it's a win-win everybody benefits it brings us joy it's an antidote to our own lowness low moods, low feelings. Um, It brings so much more to our lives and so much more to theirs. So it is a two-way street. So that's why I really do think it's an important subject. We need to be much more conscious of it and much more proactive and drive it because our society has changed. The structure of our society has changed and so we therefore need to be more mindful of it and make it happen. 
um, because it's less likely to naturally happen than it used to because of our circumstances and the way in which we all live. So um, I will quickly just say, please, 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 if you get something out of this episode, please do let your friends know, cut and paste the link to it onto your um, social media or send it directly to a person. If there's anyone in your life that you think this is them, please do share it with them. Also, you or they can browse around the website www.milestone-coaching.co.uk. There's all sorts there. Have a little look on various workshops imminently starting or online programs available for purchase and download, um, a free blog, those sorts of things. Um, Or one-to-one coaching, of course, just one session or a few sessions for you a friend, a loved one, or for your young teenager, if you're worried about a teenager. That seems to be a big, big client base that I've got at the moment, teenagers um, and young adults. So with that in mind, let's just crack on to this week's episode of Life Coaching on the Move. Today, we're concentrating on uh, loneliness or feeling lonely. Um, partly because it's a big issue. It's on the increase, actually, um, drastically on the increase, despite all the technology that we've got and the the ability to communicate with everybody just at our fingertips. It is becoming an epidemic across the world. Reported feelings of loneliness, isolation and depression. Um, And also because it's been cropping up in my coaching with clients, um, clients who don't have many strong friendships, don't have a great strong um, social network, a support system, uh, very many people around them or very many friends to turn to. So I thought let's, uh, let's address this because it's important. Why is it important? Well, because all of the science shows that loneliness and therefore often with that loneliness, of course, goes uh, um, increased depression. But also there are other increases in health issues. Loneliness definitely has been found to be physically related to health problems. Um you have an increased chance of Alzheimer's with increased loneliness. Um, Early death, uh, you definitely have a longer lifespan. The more social connections and friendships that we have, the longer people are found to live, up to around eight years longer. If we've got more than three people we can turn to and they can turn to us at any point, day or night. Um, So... It's currently at one in three people at the moment are reporting loneliness. So that goes with what I'm seeing in my client base. Um, I'm, I'm not surprised at that statistic. I'm worried about that statistic and um, frustrated with it because in truth, there are millions, billions of people on this planet So many of us live in quite confined spaces, i.e. quite built up areas. Very few of us are in the highlands of Scotland, miles from another house or 
in the outback of New uh, Australia where there isn't a house for another house or dwelling for miles and miles and miles. Most of us can look out of our window and see at least one other property, probably a lot, or, or live amongst lots, i.e. in flats and apartment blocks. So there are people there. This is the, 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 the worrying thing. There are many, many people around. Um, and this is ignoring the fact that we're in lockdown. I'm, I'm, I'm not ignoring the fact that we're lo- in lockdown, but I'm not pondering on the fact that we're in lockdown because there are still lots of people around physically um, or at the end of a telephone or, or on Zoom or our neighbours or out in the parklands and the woodlands and the countryside um, or the spaces and, and parks where we can walk. Um, so... I'm not going to use the pandemic as the reason for this loneliness because it's not. It hasn't helped. Don't get me wrong. It has not helped, but it is not the cause. This was an issue way before the pandemic. It may be heightened now. um, And maybe what it has shown us actually is the importance now as we're emerging from lockdown um, of just how important social connections, human connection is. Um, So... Yes, we can have many, many friends on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever it is, but they're not real connections. Um, It's not the same thing. It doesn't give us that that fulfilled need, that contact, um, that exchange of ideas, that exchange of emotion, that exchange of energy. Um, It doesn't. A thumbs up on a post that you put is not enough. We need far, far more than that. Um, we're social animals. And if isolated, um, if you put an animal in isolation, it becomes sick. And we are an animal. If we're put in isolation or we're lonely and we're by ourselves, we do become unwell, mentally unwell and also physically unwell, actually, because it does have... Um, definitely a physical effect. So um, alongside loneliness often goes increased anxiety and often goes increased depression. Um, the, the, the two or three things go hand in hand and I wonder what causes the first, what is at the root of it? Is it cause and effect? Is it chicken and egg? You know, is it depression that then makes us isolate ourselves? We withdraw, we go into our shell, we avoid. I know with depression, um, we often avoid the phone, we stop going out, we don't feel like it, we don't feel like getting changed and going out, we don't feel sociable, we feel too down, I don't want to share this, I don't want to spread this doom and gloom, I'm not in the right mindset. So we start avoiding those things. The irony is that's the worst thing we can do. We need to make sure we go out when we're feeling depressed. Uh, but often, it, it, that doesn't happen. Um, in fact, we withdraw. And so, therefore, that heightens the feeling of loneliness. Or is it the loneliness that brings on the depression? Because people feel lonely, haven't got any friends, haven't got anybody to turn to. My relatives live abroad or up north or a long way away. Or we're in, um, isol- you know, we're in a lockdown and I can't get on a train and see my relatives. Um, does that cause the depression? It is one of those chicken and egg things, but they often go hand in hand. Um, one of the things that all human beings share the one desire that all human beings share across the planet is 
a wish to feel happy. Um, and yet the feeling of happiness and the feeling of loneliness or, or and depression is inside. It's in our minds. It's in our heads. It's not external. Happiness is, cannot be given to you. It's not an external thing. Nor can the feeling of loneliness. It's it's a mindset or it's a perception and it's a feeling within. Um, so we have to change the way we perceive things. Now, actually, funnily enough, today I just put a post out because I was reading Shakespeare. It is April is the anniversary of Shakespeare's birth and death. He was born and died in April. Um, and so I was looking at that. And of course, one of his uh, one of his quotes that I love and I feel inspired by um, is the quote. Here it is. There is nothing good or bad, but thinking makes it so. And that's so true, isn't it? Um, there isn't for some people, one circumstance would be seen as funny or nondescript or um, positive even. Um, and another person will perceive that as terrible and how awful and very negative and very depressing. So it's not the circumstance, it's the way we internalise that. So we need to be very mindful of how we are internalising stimuli. There isn't a right or wrong way, so the question to ask ourselves is, am I viewing this, am I seeing this in a way that's helping me? Is it a good, healthy, empowering way? Or could I see it from a different angle? Could I reframe it? Um, so we need to be mindful of how and what we are thinking about. The other thing, actually, because you can hear my dogs, they are the minute I do something, they start attention seeking. So they're now rolling around on the floor, play fighting. They are such good friends. They're such good company for each other that I also thought about um, how pets can help us. Um, and looking at the research here, I, my gut feeling has been confirmed. So pets, whether it's cat, a rabbit, a dog, horse, whatever it is, can absolutely help us with our mental health. It gives us a feeling of being needed and wanted. Um, I don't know if you ever watched the program, uh, the series on Netflix called Afterlife. It's an unbelievable series. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, if you haven't seen it, um, it is such a powerful um, Netflix drama series. There's, it's everything. It's funny. It's heartbreaking. It's got every emotion in it. It's so, so brilliantly done. It's got human reactions to a T. Um, it's just very, very powerful. Um, but the character there is really struggling with bereavement, really, really grieving for his wife, the love of his life. Um, and although I'm not portraying this very well, really, really hits a low and doesn't really want to get up in the mornings, has nothing, he feels he has nothing to get up for or to live for, except his dog. He has a German shepherd and he realises he's got no food in the house for the hungry looking German shepherd that sat by his bedside looking um, hungrily at him and... Um, appealing to him for some food so he has to get up and he has to go out and go and purchase some dog food and of course the dog needs to go out and be exercised and so slowly slowly it's the dog amongst other things that 
um, gives him a sense of purpose and a sense of need and keeps him going. It is, it's everything. Don't let that put you off. It is not hugely depressing. It's actually very uplifting. Um, it's a beautiful series. It's definitely worth seeing. So Afterlife, if you, I hadn't planned to say that. Um, but yes, the research absolutely backs up the belief that pets do lower our stress hormones. Um, they help lower our stress generally. They give us a sense of purpose. They protect us amongst uh, uh, against anxiety. They make us feel needed. I'm just looking through it all. They have been found to increase our self-esteem, to increase our sense of well-being, to increase um, our physical fitness, because of course, particularly with dogs, we have to get up and out and get them their food and take them out for exercise. Absolutely feel less lonely. We talk to our pets. My dogs absolutely know my mood. I talk to them. I'm, they are my friends. Without a doubt, they're my little shadows. They bring joy. Every morning, the first thing I do is go get up and go and see the dogs um, on their beds. It brings absolute joy. It's a lovely way to start the day. Um, they give you a reason to go out. You can hear them now, sorry. <laughs> um, and if you're out and about with your pets or at the vets or wherever or buying the, the pet food, you are talking to other people. You're exposed and talking to other people. You're out. If we're feeling lonely, the worst place we can be is in our house, in our four walls. Um, we have to get out to overcome loneliness. If loneliness is an issue for you, it is never, ever, ever going to be solved by staying indoors, ever. You've got got to get outside. You've got to go out there and increase the chances of meeting other human beings. You have got to get out there and speak to people, do things. Um, you've got to go to the supermarket and make yourself talk to the person that's serving you. J just talk about anything, whether it's the weather, um, the, the uh, political, you know, COVID or something like that. Um, any event going on, you know, we've had different events going on. Recently had the Prince, uh, Duke of Edinburgh's funeral, for example. There have been lots of different things in the news, topical things. We can mention anything, even just how busy the supermarket is, anything at all or the time of day or whatever. But you've got to start talking to people. Um, talk to the person in the petrol station. Talk to the person in the coffee shop. Uh, talk to a person on a walk. Say good morning. Uh, my husband and I were on a walk the other day uh, in the woods and we, we passed another man. It was the only person we met in the whole walk. And as always, he said morning. But on this occasion, I, I don't know why he just seemed alone. I said to him, oh, we've just seen an owl actually around here. And he then turned around and said, that's really funny you should say that because I've got an app on my phone that tells me all the birds' song. And I've been um, uh, checking the app to see what birds are around in the woods. And it just told me there was an owl song or an owl um, sound. And you've just confirmed it. So we actually had a conversation. Now, that was really nice. I don't know if that guy was lonely. I don't know if he lives by himself. He was older, walking by himself, didn't have a dog. He was just out for a walk, miles from anywhere, in a woodland that had no one else there. We might have been the only people he'd seen and spoken to that day. 
but he smiled. He seemed much more upbeat as he left. Uh, we were the other day, a couple of weeks, good few weeks ago, actually, out on a walk. And there were two ladies with their dogs and one of them was holding her dog, a little dog. She was carrying it. And as we passed, they said good morning. And uh, my husband jokingly said, gosh, that's not much of a walk for the little one, meaning the dog in her arms. And she said, oh, no, he's terrified. He heard some rumbles of thunder in the distance and I now can't get him to walk. He's shiv- he was shivering like a leaf. He was terrified. And we chatted about how our dogs were or were not scared of gu- gunfire or um, loud noises or thunder or whatever we stopped and had a conversation now either one of those ladies may have lived alone we don't know but that was a a subject we gave them something to talk about amongst together we did as well we just got to talk to people and make ourselves feel more and more and more competent and confident and willing to do it if not for you for them because we don't know their circumstances we might be the only people they talk to for days um so share the joy share the conversation and expand your confidence and your willingness to do it because you don't know what may come of that conversation what they may impart or tell you about you may find out about something locally that's going on you may then decide to attend it go to it you may meet somebody and they may become a lifelong best friend you just don't know the new people that move in next door or upstairs or something they may be your new and only best friend but you will never ever ever know if you stay in or you, you go out, but you don't look at people with eye contact. You don't smile at them and you don't chat to them. Um, we need to absolutely do that. Make yourself do that every single day. The next level to that then is to share something about yourself. Do ask questions. Do listen to other people when you're building those friendships. But to take it to the next level, you've also got to share information back. Share your views, share your opinions, share stories about yourself, share your experiences. Um, open up, tell stories, say what you like, say what you're thinking, um, take risks. And then you have a much more meaningful conversation and you will find out much more meaningful things about that person or those people. And then just keep practicing, get stronger and stronger and stronger. So if you are or a friend is struggling with loneliness, I think we could all do with one more friend in our life. You can, it's what makes our lives rich. It gives us purpose. It what it's what fulfills our life. Choosing birthday presents for somebody or remembering their dates and bringing joy to them or sharing Christmas with them or a holiday with them or your pet. It brings so much more joy and happiness to our lives. You can go and sign up for activities. That's an easy way to make friends because you've got that shared activity together already, whether it's a bit of I don't know, making things, creative things, cookery, craft, um, activities, exercise, whatever it is, try and do it with people. If you like craft, try and join a craft activity, a craft session. My friend loves sewing, stitching, creating. She's just phenomenal at it. She's just brilliant at it. But she is part of a group where they sit together 
um, and they stitch and sew and create all sorts of things together. They share ideas, they share stories, they share information, but also friendship. Um, if you love cooking, then go to a cookery class just to learn a different type of cookery, Thai cookery or something like that, um, so that you're meeting other people who also love cookery and you're making new friends. If you love exercise, join something where you can exercise with others. Get a running partner, Get a go to park run when life gets back to normal, go to a class, um, those sorts of things. Go online and do a class online with other people and then contact and connect with them. So we can use the technology and make friendships we can volunteer even in pandemics we're looking for volunteers all the time to buddy other people to help them who are isolated or struggling or anxious you can do all of that online if you're in the middle of a pandemic there's so much we can do or do little quizzes with people bingo um activities games uh, murder mystery games those sorts of things do them with your remote family if that's the um a way around it um so there is so so much we can do about loneliness and overcoming the loneliness will help us overcome the depression and the anxiety so as we tap tackle one the others will diminish too. You will be bringing joy to other people's lives too. It's not just about going out there trying to find a friend. It's also about going out there and being a friend to somebody because that gives them so much, but it also gives you. It's a win-win thing. So make yourself become a really good friend. Get out there, go out there every single day if you can, as long as we're not in lockdown, but even when we're in lockdown, we're often allowed to go out for a walk. So you can wave to the neighbours over the gates. You can talk to people as you pass them on a walk. Get out there, do anything and everything you can. Do not give in to loneliness. It is a big problem, but it is a solvable problem. It's in our power to solve it. Don't give in to it. Don't allow it to be a reality. So, Good luck. And if you are feeling lonely, then please do contact me because I would be more than happy to put together a little network, a little group where um, we could meet on Zoom. A few people who are struggling in the same way and I could facilitate that um, and then put you all in touch so you, you could all be in touch together. So no one needs to suffer. No one at all. I hope that helps. If you're worried about someone that you feel is struggling with isolation and loneliness, then please do them a favour and cut and paste a link to this episode and send it to them and say, I'm worried about you. How are you? Um, what can I do to help? Shall we meet? Shall we speak on Zoom? Here's a podcast that I'd love you to listen to because I think it would help you. So there's a gift that you can share and give to somebody. Um, Drop me a line as well if you want to. Please do feel free that you can can communicate with me. Dawn at milestone-coaching.co.uk And please do feel free to browse around the website and find all sorts of things, blogs, posts, online workshops, face-to-face, well, on Zoom, workshops that are all coming up. So have a little look there www.milestone-coaching.co.uk
www.co.uk. Have a really good week and hopefully by the next week's episode you'll have some more people in your life and some more stories to share and some more memories of just small little conversations you've had with people. It will make you feel better. So good luck and take care. Have a great week and speak to you on next week's episode of Life Coaching on the Move.